I didn't think it was anything special. It's like what I've been doing all the time or whatever. And then everybody was getting all excited and then everybody starts talking to stuff at practice. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, that's like, that's what I do. I, I go out there and I play football just like everybody else. And everybody's like, oh, that's a crazy play. Meanwhile, I was only like a 15 yard completion. Trey Ford here, quarterback number five for the Waterloo Warriors. And you're listening to At The 55. Hello and welcome to At The 55, your home for OUA football. Today on the show, Dakota and I are so excited to bring you a guest who has been one of the go-to members of the OUA, making it so excited to follow this past few years. He is the QB for the Waterloo Warriors, number one on the At The 55 top 100 list of the 2019 season, Trey Ford. Trey, how are you doing today, man? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you two? Good, good. Um, you know, so much we want to talk to you about. As we said, we've been doing this show for, you know, some three years, and you have been just the bell of the ball, OUA football, and all that time. Um, and so you've made our job of covering it a lot more fun. But keeping it kind of topical with the CFL draft having passed just over a week ago, uh, part of the news with this draft that made it more interesting than CFL drafts are on any given year was given the football that was missed last year a number of players were deferring the draft whether it was a matter of maybe not having the tape that they wanted for to send to the pros or just wanting to finish off their seasons or their careers getting that extra time with the 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 brotherhood and everything at their university one of the more notable names of course in that process was your name as well as some of your teammates like Gordon Lamb um, what was that process like for you with the draft coming up and wanting to defer what was the decision making process who were you talking with what sort of went down with that uh, well so to start we didn't have our season obviously before which I feel like didn't hurt our draft class or our draft stock too much but also didn't help it I feel like having another year under our belt you know getting better game film like that'd be like our fourth year game film will definitely help us with the draft, st- the draft stock. But then uh, the one of the biggest factors was the combine. There was do- They were doing a virtual combine this year, which was like, okay, but like I didn't know how serious it was going to be, how accurate and everything, considering everybody was doing it themselves. So, and me and my brother are both super, super athletic. So we really wanted to showcase our athletic ability at the combine. So like we definitely wanted to get to actual combine where everybody meets up which I think is a lot more likely to happen this year. And I think we are going to bring some numbers to the table. And of course, mentioning your brother Tyrell there, another uh, notable name uh, that, uh, you know, in a regular year, quote unquote, we would have expected to see uh, in this draft. And as you mentioned, of being able to showcase the athleticism, that makes me think that you, you probably didn't even get the, your East-West year then either, right? Yeah, no, we didn't get to play East-West either, which is, I mean, unfortunate, but... I would definitely prefer to rather have a combine than the East-West bowl game. I mean, obviously there would have been good film in there, but I mean, the stats, like, well, sorry, the numbers me and my brother are going to put up, I honestly feel like he's going to give us a shot at the NFL. Oh, I love to hear that, man. And I know there's a lot of people watching and going to listen to this that are going to agree with that. Another part um, that I have to imagine factored in some, to some extent, um, or at least uh, one might think it did, is just the component of being able to, I guess, finish what you've started with Waterloo. This journey that I think for, can be easy to overlook the fact that we are not far gone from the days of Waterloo being a program that wasn't even up and running because of the whole scandal there to where it's been now with, of course, Bertoya coming in and some of the notable names like yourself. Was there part 
of your wanting to go back and you make such a great case in terms of being able to do the combines, get more film. But is there part of it that's like, hey, we've gotten so close, getting better every single year and just want to plant that flag? Yeah, 100 percent. Like, I honestly, I thought we had a chance to win the championship last year. I think we have the best chance to win the championship this year. Yates, Vanier, it all if it all goes down that way. But uh, I mean, I think we're a serious number one contender. And I mean, I love all of our coaches. Our coaches are fantastic. So, I mean, being able to start and finish that journey with them would be amazing, especially with the championship. And, you know, Bert's a, Bert's a good smooth talker. He definitely <laughs> uh, influenced coming back for one more year. Now, let's say you make it to to the Yates, you know, things go your way. Would you rather have um, the Yates MVP or another at the 55 number one? <laughs> uh, I'd probably have to take a Vanier, to be honest. Ooh, option C. <laughs> But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I do appreciate the number one ranking from last year. Uh, I do appreciate all the accolades and awards that I've got. But I mean, honestly, winning a championship would be better. I mean, I have won the awards, but even if I didn't win the awards, I'd much rather have a championship. Hey, fair enough. Well, well, media trained. Um, speaking speaking of the upcoming season, have you heard? I mean, you know, things are pretty unofficial, but there's lots of rumors going around. You know, have you heard anything about? What's happening, or is that still pretty much under wraps? Um, honestly, I'm not a hundred percent sure. If I had to guess, I've heard a bunch of different things. If I had to guess, though, I would assume it's probably going to be a six-season regular, a regular season. I'm not a hundred percent sure. There might be crossover playing like the same teams twice to limit who like the bubble, but I mean that's just a guess. I don't know. I hope I hope we do get to play six different teams though. I like playing like a variety. But, I mean, if we had to play two teams twice or something, not the end of the world. And if, if you had to play Laurier six times, I don't think you'd be complaining either. Let's just play some <laughs> football, right? Well, I would. I want, I, want one more. I want another shot at Western. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure you will get it in the course of however the season unfolds. But, you know, let's stay on that topic because there has been some rumor throwing around, as you kind of mentioned, the idea of perhaps being a bit more regional in the Can West when they made their announcement that they were going to play they talked about the reduced schedule and trying to keep things as local as they can, which obviously is perhaps a bit harder out there where they're flying to games. But there has been some talk in in circles around the OUA of doing like an east-west divide, which, uh, you know, pretty quickly, uh, you know, looking at some of the, the geography of the OUA would create a monster west division with perhaps your boys, Laurier, Western, Guelph, Mac, and then Windsor, with then, of course, the other OUA teams being on an East OUA, uh, you know, sub-conference. I'm sure I know the answer at the end of the day is you just want to play ball against who it is, but is there any part of you that if that becomes a a geographical divide, you know, I know that it's just a matter of you're going to face whatever team's out in front of you, but is there part of you that's like, eh, you know, that that wouldn't exactly be the most balanced uh, (laughs) split? Oh, I mean... Uh, I don't think it would be a balanced split, to be honest. I mean, I do think there would be some stronger teams in our division, but I mean, it doesn't like it doesn't matter to me. Whoever, yeah, whoever, like you said, whoever's in front of me, we're gonna play. And I mean, I feel like we are the number one team this year going in. So like, it doesn't matter how strong the other teams are. I feel like we're better. So I'm not too worried about who's in front of us. You know, Trey, you know, Dakota brought up the top 100 and of course your career has has mirrored so well much of 
you know, Chris Merchant's career and, and being able to watch the two of you at the helm. And of course, the, the two matchups that, that you had against Western in the 2019 campaign were just both such incredible games. What was it like for you? Uh, being able to, you know, have your season going, you know, for Waterloo year in, year out, all these accolades, all these incredible numbers, and then having this other guy, like, were you keeping track of, like, if Merchant did one thing, then you're thinking, oh, I got to do one. How did his career affect yours at all, knowing that he was also having this incredible career while you were doing your thing at Waterloo? Uh, honestly, I never, like, really, like, thought of it too much. I was, like, too focused on what we were doing and our stuff and like my reads and game film and everything more than focusing on him. But like, to be honest, I probably follow him more now that he's playing uh, like for the devils over there. And I mean, I, I hope him all the best. Like I go, I watch some videos on him and stuff. I like to keep up and see how he's doing. I, he's doing a fantastic job right now, but like the only time I'd really be worried about him is the week that we're playing. I mean, even then it wasn't my job to be worried about him anyways. But I mean, yeah, no, I think he's I think he's a great quarterback. I love what he's doing over there right now. You know, Trey, I, I've heard from a number of people anytime, you know, talking about you over the years. It, it, a lot of people go back to this one play in I think it was a 2017 preseason exhibition game when you were playing Western. I've heard from a number of people like they go to this game as like the moment that people realized that Trey Ford was going to be a thing at the next level. Some play where you you scrambled one way across the field, doubled doubled back a whole other way. Do you do you recall uh, an exhibition game against Western in I think your first or second year and just some having some crazy scramble cuz I've heard it from a number of people just being like, "Oh, that was the play where everyone was like, "Oh, shoot, this is going to be a problem for the next few years." Yeah, no, actually, I do remember the play you're talking about. It was uh, first year. But, uh, yeah, no, like, I didn't I didn't think it was anything special. It's, like, what I've been doing all the time or whatever. And then everybody was getting all excited, and then everybody <laughs> starts talking to stuff at practice, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, that's like that's what I do. I, I go out there, and I play football just like everybody else, and everybody's like, oh, that's a crazy play. Meanwhile, I was only, like, a 15-yard completion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I- Obviously, you're kind of mentioning that, you know, you, you might surprise others more than you surprise yourself. And that obviously speaks to the confidence you have in your talent that when you go out and, you know, hurdle a linebacker, whomever from Western, that you're just like, well, it's another play. Was there a moment for you playing at the OUA level that or l- l- let me ask this in two ways. One, was there a moment that was kind of your welcome to the OUA level where you were like, oh, OK, this is sort of, you know, turned up to that next degree um and, and and also what was kind of the moment for you that was like oh yeah i i belong here like was it just from the jump you knew that that your talents like you you weren't gonna have like what was that adjustment period for you like um so the first to your first question the first time like i honestly realized like it was a different game was one when you go into the gym like people are throwing up a lot more weight than they were in high school. I mean, in high school, I was out benching 95% of our linemen, which was a little wild. And I mean, I might have outweighed a couple of them too. But I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to getting on the field, you can bench 225, 150 times, but then you still got to catch me. So, I mean, like, it really depends. Like, I never really felt out of place while I was here. I mean, as soon as I get in, I'm super confident in myself. Even, like, at the next level, do I think the CFL is out of the question of the NFL? Absolutely not. I think if I get a shot, like, I think I'm going to make it happen. So, Well, speaking of the next level, um, I mean, I know, obviously, at least from what I've heard, what brought you more to Waterloo was the fact that Bert said, you know, let's have you be quarterback as opposed to coming in as that athlete. We'll kind of see where you fit. Um, 
what's your kind of approach when it comes to the CFL? I know you don't really get a choice when it comes to drafts, but are you thinking more along the lines of Lamar Jackson being like, look, I'm a quarterback. If you want me, I'm a quarterback or more of like a Braxton Miller being like, yeah, I'm a quarterback, but I'll kind of go where, where it's needed. Well, I definitely think I'm capable of playing quarterback and I want to play quarterback. I'd prefer not to change positions and I would a hundred percent rather go to a team that wants me to be quarterback and believes in my abilities and gives me a shot. I mean, I have thought about too, like, oh, maybe not going and running the 40 or doing this, but then I feel like if I do that, it helps me for the CFL to play quarterback, but it hurts my chances of going to the NFL. So I haven't really like completely decided on everything yet. Uh, as of now, I'm definitely going to run and everything, but yeah, no, I'm definitely looking to play quarterback. Well, I think everyone wants you to kind of run that 40 and see what those actual numbers are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially if your brother's going to run the 40, we got to, we got to know who's faster. Um, and what, what are your thoughts about just how tough it is to, you know, be a Canadian quarterback in the CFL and the fact that, you know, if you're, you know, obviously amazing quarterback, that's not even a question and you want to stay quarterback. Do you think that hurts the draft stock a little bit from the fact that CFL teams don't really draft Canadian quarterbacks, whereas opposed if you said you were an athlete, they might pick you up in a later round. Not to say that you're not going to go. Obviously, our, our expectation is you are, but just the the reality of Canadian quarterbacks being drafted out of U sports is is a little bit rare. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. It definitely is rare. Um, in my defense, I do feel like it is – like I feel like I am one of the better quarterbacks and more developed quarterbacks coming out. But, I mean, it depends how CFL teams view me, to be honest. And, I mean, if they don't take me as a quarterback, it is what it is, then that's life, right? <laughs> I'll just go do something else. So. You know, Trey, it, it's, it's been, you know, one of the interesting things watching the, the rise of Waterloo over these last couple of years is that, you know, if you don't look closely for those who might just watch the standings or whatever it's been just the four and four consistently but you know when you dive in there you can see the development you can see those 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 markers that you know when you watch teams improve from going sort of out of playoff picture fringe playoff you know consistent playoff team you see those markers year in year out for you what do you think was the biggest thing you were seeing on with your squad year in year out where you were saying that like yeah like we like we are taking that next step that it's not you know just it's not some, uh, you know, dream of saying we can compete for Yates's, we can compete for Vanier's. What is it that you're seeing with your squad that's making you that confident? Uh, honestly, it's just the, the improvement, like, we're making as a team. I feel like we're, like, a lot more, like, connected and entwined as a team. I feel like, like, my chemistry with my receivers, even though we haven't practiced in a while, like, I still feel like it's there. Like, I feel like I can go throw my receivers the ball right now and open Skelly against any team and have no problems. Um, and our defense is also making huge strides. Uh, I see the improvement too. DBs are flying around out there now. We got some uh, We got some pretty good recruits. Uh, I've played some basketball. I played basketball with some of them, some big dudes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I feel like we got some line, new linebackers in as well. I mean, it's for defense, there's going to be a lot of competing going on this year. There's a lot of guys I think that could step up and play. A lot of guys are going to be salty. Some people are going to lose their spots. But, I mean, it's like it's how the game works. you got to perform. No, and, and speaking on that team chemistry, I mean, we wouldn't be doing our jobs. We didn't mention the fact that your twin brother is obviously on your team. Um, and not even on the chemistry side. When you guys play, let's just 
get rid of the the minor league football stuff and just think about Waterloo in practice are you guys keeping score of you know oh I I dotted him or he picked you or anything like that oh yeah, yeah. 100 150% all all the time so who's winning we're I'm definitely winning but uh <laughs> we uh we always get into it like if I throw a pick or something he's in my ear he's letting me know but then if I'm throwing touchdowns or you know completions on him he hears it a lot more than I hear it so <laughs> And I mean, let's say, I mean, I guess practice, you're not really a live quarterback, but if he ever scrambles, he trying to go toe to toe with you while you're running downfield. I can say this. He is the one player that has actually tackled me in practice. I've only <laughs> tackled once and it was by him because I was talking, he was talking and he tackled me. <laughs> yeah. What did, what did Bert say on that one? He didn't even say anything. No, just let it go. <laughs> uh, he, he let it go. He let it go. But if it was anyone else, I feel like you would have probably said something. Don't touch the quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there's one person in the history of football that can tackle Trey Ford in a live in a practice, it's Tyrell Ford. <laughs> uh, Trey, last thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, you know, obviously with Waterloo, Battle of Waterloo is just such a huge thing. Um, that first victory for you guys going back, I'm trying to remember, was it 2017? Was that the year? I'm bad with um, dates. Yeah, I mean, you and me both. But that, that first time with all the alumni and kind of, once again, connecting with this you know at the time less than 10 year run of going from this dark place like as you know the abyss of OUA football because of everything that had happened to, to beating the crosstown rivals like what's it been a what's it been like as far as the community and as far as the connection with alumni um in, in terms of that moment and just and uh, that rivalry since yeah i mean well there's definitely been a lot more support from alumni and there's been a lot more respect from laurier obviously i mean it I'm not saying it's good to disrespect people, but I mean, it's hard when a team is 0-8 trying to get respect. But I mean, now that like now that we go and we compete with them, I feel like a lot more teams respect us now. A lot of teams, like, we have, a, we have a target on our back. A lot of teams want to knock us off and stuff. But at the end of the day, like, we're all, we're all people. We're all kicked back. We're chilling. I mean... I, I like a lot of the guys on Laurier. I mean, I don't know any of them that I don't like. Some of them probably don't like me, though, but, <laughs> like, you can't do anything about that. But, no, there's a group of good guys over there, too. I like them. I'm sure they have a lot of alumni support, too. But, you know, I think it, all around it's actually made the OUA and the Battle of Waterloo better in general. It's not it's not a blowout game. People actually tune in to watch it, so. No, definitely. It's a, it's, a, it's a great game, even if it has to be played on a, a Thursday at 11 a.m. or something like that. <laughs> um, last, last thing for me, I mean, it seems like it's been a decade since we've seen any Canadian football. Um, so for those desperate fans that are tuning in, what can we expect from the 2021 Waterloo Warriors knock on wood that season's happening? Uh, well, so good news, I do, I'm like pretty confident the season will happen. <laughs> and you can expect a lot from the Waterloo Warriors this year. We will be a force. Offensively, unstoppable. <laughs> Defensively, impenetrable. But uh, no, all around, I think we're going to be a really, uh, I feel like we're going to be a really dominant team this year. Uh, our team is improving on a lot of our weaknesses. I mean, I'm sure every team is trying to, but I have confidence in the guys that we have and our coaches to make the plays and call the right plays and everything, so. Oh, that's great. Should should I talk to Bert about getting uh, Gordon Lamb mic'd up for a game? Because I know that he uh, would make good content. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he definitely would. You don't want you don't want to mic me up. I'm not I'm not worth micing up to be honest. I don't really get to talk to a lot of people on like the defense. 
No, it'd so. probably be probably be uh, Gordon on offense and then your brother on defense. Yeah, yeah. They you should you should get them mic'd up at practice, and you'll get some good content. <laughs> they like to go at it at practice. Well, and you know, on the note of that defense, of course, with with Jack Hinsberg coming back as well in the middle, another huge addition that you guys were missing uh, in that 2019 season. So definitely going to bolster that run defense and that defense as a whole. Um, so I, I, you know, you're with two guys right now who on another podcast recently. Uh, I think we both made you and your team our picks for the Yates Cup for this coming season. So not only are you putting the expectations on, but we are as well. And we cannot wait to watch you go out there and uh, and do Trey Ford things. Uh, one last time in the OUA and then for years to follow wherever you wind up on the pro side. Uh, Trey, this has been an honor having you on. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, perfect. Thanks for having me, man. Anytime.